How we doing out there, kitties? Hope everything is well in podcast land. Yeah, I've been away for a little bit. Had to take some time off. Seems like some things in my life required my attention. And uh, unfortunately enough, this was not an option that was available to me during the time frame. Still got lots of love for you folks, but I had things in my life that, uh, well, I just couldn't avoid. That being said, I'm back. And I'm coming back on a nightly basis, just like I was before, so you'll be able to get your daily fix of your raw background noise, just in case if you missed it. On a good note, out of all of this fiasco that happened, I was finally able to quit smoking cigarettes. Well, I say quit smoking. I quit buying the sons of bitches. I mean, I still smoke one, like, every now and then. But out of almost the past week, I've had maybe three So I think I'm doing pretty good. I'm sucking on this fucking vape like a baby to a teat, man. Now, if you watch me on the broke-ass podcast, you'll see me with my little fixation and spinning the son of a bitch. This little vape's become my own little personal fidget spinner. That being said, whenever I do utilize this thing to take up the place of where the cigarettes were, you know, I don't hack and cough near as much as I used to, right? But whenever I do, instead of the nasty tar and cigarette flavor, I get the fruity goodness of tropical fruit punch. Isn't that just lovely? Mix that with some phlegm and you've got fucking quality coughing right there, folks. i tell you what. Not the most tasteful way to start the show, but this ain't really the most tasteful of shows in the first fucking place. So that being said, how we doing out there, kiddies? Yeah... So the website's doing all right from what I can tell. Looks like I've got some more visitors to it. Words getting out, which is a good thing, you know. Website's nothing more but pure fucking entertainment, man. It's all shits and giggles. It's just having fucking fun and getting the word out of what we do here at the Low Down Dirty Shane. We talk a lot of shit. We make some bad fucking jokes. We goof along. We tell the truth and we go away. Man, that's all we do. Yeah, it's not like we got the niche, like dude perfect, making all the perfect shots, man. We're too fucking stupid over here to be any kind of fucking perfect. But over here at the Low Down Dirty Shane, it's not just about us. It's not about me. It's about you as well, too. How do you connect? How do you reflect? What do you feel? What do you know? Share your knowledge, man. Share your wealth of time and experience that you have upon the world, man. That's what it's all about. 
Right. It's the only reason why I'm talking half of the fucking time because I share the way that I view the fucking world. And maybe there are others out there that kind of see the same things that I do, you know? Maybe it helps them with their fucking situation of what they're dealing with. Or maybe it's just the fact that I turn everything into a fucked up joke and I'm able to laugh it off. It helps you get past your issues too. Or maybe you just like the sound of my voice and it's easy to fucking go to sleep too. Who fucking knows, right? Who fucking knows? Now, I do owe an apology to anybody that was expecting me to come back on my nightly basis that did actually miss me on my hiatus. I should have notified you that was my fault. For those of you that do pay attention to the social media and the blogs that I have, But it kind of makes you also realize you don't understand what you got till it's gone, right? And everybody's heard that old fucking saying, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Hell, even fucking Cinderella made a fucking song with that title back in the 1980s, man. Don't know what you got till it's gone. Everybody's got their own bad karaoke version of that fucking song or some other fucking song, man. You know, when you're stupid fucking drunk and you're holding on to that damn mic stand like it's the only fucking thing that's keeping the world from fucking spinning all while you're blurting out fucking worst impression of Steve Perry I've ever fucking heard. And that's fun. It's always great recording videos, man. I'll tell you what. But the thing is, the stories are true, man. I mean, you don't really know what you got till it's gone, man. And and some of people, I mean, some people are lucky enough to have a quick little fucking realization, you know, slap them in the fucking face. They come fucking inches to death or something along those lines. And they're like, holy fuck, man, what the fuck have I been doing with my life? You know, like the fucking Tim McGraw says, you know, live like you're fucking dying, man. (laughs) And it's crazy, you know. And and then there's sometimes whenever you value something so much, it's not until you fucking lose it to that you realize you've placed value in the wrong fucking item, man. What you held and once thought was precious was actually rotting in your fucking hands and you never fucking saw it because you looked at it with delusional fucking glasses. And then there's times to whenever you have very few that have come to terms and come to peace. So whenever that moment in front of them strikes and they look, it may not be their time to go, but you know what? 
they're at least content with what they fucking did. Because they gave it their all. I mean, honestly, how many of us can sit there and say that with everything that we did in life, we gave it our full fucking effort? And, and how many of us are constantly trying to fucking make up for the half-assed job that we once fucking did that we now feel consistently guilty over? I mean, take my dad, for instance. My dad's an amazing fucking man, you know? He's one of the hardest fucking workers I've ever seen. He works harder than any mule on any fucking farm I've ever come across. And I'm from East Texas. I've been across plenty of fucking open land and farm. But that man, he regrets his actions of his past. Well, fuck, dude, man. Everybody's got a fucking past, man. Now, the only question is, do you carry your past with you or do you leave it behind where it fucking belongs and move forward? Because as long as you're carrying the weight of your past, man, it's going to do nothing but fucking drag you down. So you have to look on this like you're on a fucking excursion, man, right? So you're on this excursion and you're up the mountains of fucking life. And as you fucking go, you're going to start your hike fully fucking loaded, right? But as you go, you're going to make mistakes and you're going to accumulate fucking waste. Now, this waste is nothing but fucking rubbish and it needs to fucking go. And you've got places that you can stop and leave it behind in life. You know, call it your fucking teens and your 20s and your 30s or whatever, right? But you have moments in life to where you can fucking look back and you can understand where the mistakes happen. You can leave it where they fucking happen. And then you can move forward in your life and learn from it, right? But as long as you're reflecting back on that fucking past and you're allowing it to drag you down, you're doing nothing but carrying garbage and waste the further and further you go. And as your life continues to go higher up this fucking mountain, your oxygen is thinning thinner. So every piece of your life is that much more important. So why would you continue to carry this trash with you? And for anybody that wants to try to bring up the trash and bring up the history, leave it with them. Don't take it from them and carry it with you again. Don't let this fucking shit haunt you, man. It's not worth the effort. It's not worth the fucking time. Because then... You end up like my dad, living consistently in fucking guilt, trying to fucking repay those that he loves for the wrongs that he did. And as long as the ones that he loves loves him properly back, they'll fucking forgive him for his mistakes that he made because he wasn't the same person that he is now and he has grown. You're never too old to fucking grow. So 
So we place this fucking marker on these people's heads, even with the ones that we fucking love, man. And it's when we lose those people that we understand the markers that we placed on their heads. And now we're living in guilt with the fucking shame and, and, and the fucking depression upon ourselves of what we did to this person that we fucking truly love. And now we carry this fucking weight of guilt and shame with us. When it's not even fucking necessary, man. You fucked up. We all fuck up. Anytime you get emotions involved in a situation, thought is never fucking rational, man. That's always the case. This is why in in, in judicial systems that they ask you to recuse yourself from a fucking case if you are, you know, involved in it in some form or fashion. Like if you're involved with the people, if you're related to the people, you're emotionally fucking involved, man. You cannot make a rational fucking decision. You might think you can, but you'd be fucking surprised. And so that being said, it makes it that much more fucking difficult to step away from those who are bringing that fucking past back at you. But you also have to realize if you have problems and you have issues and it's not the past they're bringing to you, but the present, maybe it's time to listen. I've always said nobody's going to get help unless they actually want help. Sometimes the only way to really help those is to let them hit fucking bottom. Because it's not until they suffer until they realize the faults of their actions. That's the hardest fucking part right there is watching them fall and letting them do it. Some people, it's beyond their fucking nature. They just can't seem to fucking allow that to happen. They can't allow someone that they care for hit bottom. It's just, it's not within them. And then you have those that for some fucking reason, they feel safer at the bottom and more secure than they do anywhere else because of the fact that's what they know see people tend to stick with what they know what they're familiar with i mean look at me for instance man when i was in my 20s i worked in the titty bar industry for six fucking years man that was pretty much the majority of my adult life whenever i got out of the military was fucking titty bars right so i've had different jobs man i've done all kinds of shit anything from a fucking Carney to a correctional officer, you know. That being fucking said, I always tend to go back to the fucking industry of service, man, because it's what I know, it's what I do, it's what I'm good at, right? 
And whenever I date people, I tend to date people within the service industry because we tend to stick together. We understand each other. There's, there's a camaraderie within that livelihood of the service industry that most people don't really understand or know. So much so that you even have one in Dallas where I'm from. I don't know if they do it down here in Florida or not, but we have service industry night. So therefore, if you work in the fucking service industry, you get discounts at these fucking bars because they're paying back and giving back to those who give to others on a regular fucking basis for shit fucking wages. I mean, the United fucking States of America is the worst fucking place to work in the fucking service industry because they have to rely so heavily on tips, right? I mean, it's great you can make good fucking money on tips and if you're good at your fucking job, but because of the fact that it's become so fucking customary in this goddamn country that so many people are required to rely on this shit and the government wants their fair fucking share of everything, so now all of these people have to report all of this money that they fucking make on a regular fucking basis and they have to match up so then states say hey hang on a sec man i'm actually giving these fucking people the same amount of money as i'm giving everybody else and then they can make more fucking money on top of that hang on a sec that's not right let's lower their fucking wages man so next thing you know now servers only get paid one fucking third i'm sorry not even fucking that man it's just, it's shit fucking pay, man. I think they make like $5 an hour in fucking Florida. They only make like maybe $3 an hour in fucking Texas. And so they have to rely on these fucking tips to fucking live, man, which is fucking horrendous. And now you got fucking shitbag people that want to fucking not fucking tip. And then you got shitbag servers who just don't even think they get paid enough to fucking do it. And they're too fucking spoiled at home, right? So that gives the good fucking servers and the good fucking customers bad fucking names all because of the fact that the government doesn't fucking believe that people like that should get a full fucking day's goddamn wage maybe it was something to do with their restaurant so that way they can save fucking money or whatever i don't fucking know i'm sure there was fucking money sliding fucking hands between lobbyists and politicians before it even became a fucking law it makes no goddamn sense to me we're the only fucking country that fucking does it too. All the other countries in the rest of the world, they pay them the regular wages, man. The regular wages that everybody else makes. Now I understand minimum wage, man. Minimum wage is what it's supposed to fucking be. The bare fucking minimal. It's not supposed to sit there and increase so much, but at the same time the cost of living shouldn't fucking go up so much, man. Why should the cost of my fucking house increase just because a fucking pretty house next door got fucking built next to me man it makes no goddamn sense now at the same time sure the value of my house may go up and down because of that which would be good for me but at the same time you're going to scream at me telling me that we're all supposed to make this fucking little bit of money and be able to fucking live off of it when the cost of everything is fucking skyrocketing 
And then if you increase the minimal fucking wage, now you're going to be gouging out all the fucking mom and pop shops that are barely fucking scraping by and they can't even afford to fucking hire the goddamn help and maintain any kind of a fucking profit to live off of. Because not only do they have the shit that they have to pay for, they got to pay for the rent for the fucking store and the electric bill and all this other shit just for the store. And then they got to pay for their own fucking shit that they're trying to make, man. Most of the profits in all of these mom and pop shops go right back into the goddamn store. They're killing us slowly. As the Fuji's want to say, they're killing us softly. I mean, the thing is, look at it, right? We're the frog in the slowly heated fucking water, man. I mean, it's all burning up around us, and they're trying to tell us on the news everything's fucking fine, man. world's going to hell in a fucking handbasket and we're just along for the fucking ride screaming we like a bad episode of happy tree friends i mean it's insane They're not telling you everything that's fucking happening. I mean, honestly, did anybody watch the fucking UN hearing that Russia fucking called for? I mean, it makes no goddamn sense. Russia comes out and they say, okay, so we have these fucking papers right here. We have these fucking documentations. We have these fucking photos. And then we got a shit ton more stuff that we got back at the fucking base, man. This is what's been fucking going on. This is what's been fucking happening, man. And these fucking people are in the middle of it. And then the UN says, okay, let's see what everybody says about it. Most of the countries is like, eh, uh, call me Bennett because I ain't in it, man. I don't want nothing to do with it. And then all the fucking countries that already have sanctions on fucking Russia saying this is propaganda. It's an old Russian trick, man. Look at him. He's just trying to do the same thing, man. It's misinformation. But they don't want to give any documentation or verification to back up their fucking words, man. The only thing they're going to do is they're going to pretty on no, they they weren't bio labs. They were research fucking facilities, man. Come on, man. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. You say tomato, I say fucking pickle. I mean, what the fuck, man? You making no goddamn sense. But they're not going to talk about it. So the UN says, okay, well, let's all take a vote. Well, you had a whole bunch of states that already sanctioned Russia. And they said, well, no, we're not going to look into this because this is nothing to fucking look at right here. Right? All Russia says is, hey, I want an investigation, man. I want somebody to look at this. And then you got all the other states that said, well, we're not going to fucking vote on this one right here. And then you got a few people like Brazil who decided to go with Russia and they say, hey, let's look at this, man. I mean, it's fucking crazy. When we have fucking, when you come up and you present verified fucking evidence and they don't even want to fucking begin a fucking investigation.
You thought using grandma was bad during the fucking Rona. What happens whenever you lose your fucking country, man? We're losing everything, folks. We're losing everything. There's a lot of people that are out there talking and everything, and they're trying to get the information and the word out. But the only thing I'm going to tell you, folks, man, don't be a fucking circus elephant, all right? Everybody knows about the circus elephants. They're all fucking nice and pretty, and they're trained, and they do the fucking party tricks, right? Until one day they realize, holy fuck, these people are enslaving fucking me and I'm better than this shit and I'm stronger than these sons of bitches and they go on a fucking rampage and they break loose. Now, if you're by yourself and you're a circus elephant surrounded by a whole bunch of those fucking circus folks and you try to break loose, well, they're going to fucking take you down, right? But if you're a herd of fucking circus elephants and you're in a large fucking group, can't nobody stop you. I don't like the phrase sheeple. I don't like referring to people as sheep. Mm. Sheep were always pretty much domesticated. And I understand the reasoning behind using the phrase sheep for people as they follow. I mean, that's how a lot of religions refer to you, right? They refer to you as their flock and they are the shepherd. Why? Because the thing is, in a sense, it's right, right? As the flock of sheep provide wool for the family, to create garments and so forth so they can sell at the market and continue to profit and stuff like that. Sheep also provide food for the family. See, I don't like sheep. Because every now and then you even had to sacrifice a sheep for God. And I will never follow any man that refers to me as a possible sacrifice for himself if requested. You see, I like circus elephants. Because every single one of you are capable of thinking on your own and understanding the strength that you now carry with your voice. And when you gather with others and you wake others and you actually realize that we are one powerful voice. That even if you're tranquilized, your voice is still carried out. And others can still wake up from it. Now we move as a herd. 
That's just my thoughts on the fucking matter. I mean, it's what the fuck ever. You can call them fucking lemmings for all I care. Everybody's got their own fucking opinions about the whole fucking situation. I mean, and like they say, opinions are like assholes, man. Everybody's got one and they all fucking stink. I want to know where the fuck they came up with giving your two cents. Was that kind of like fucking, you know, there was always something, things used to cost 98 cents. You know what? Here's the two extra cents. I want to give you my fucking word on something. Shit, nowadays, most everybody believes you can keep your fucking two cents. I've already got a buck 50 in my pocket waiting to throw at some motherfuckers. Oh, well. We lose all kinds of shit in our fucking lives, man. And I think that's it. Loss is something that should be fucking learned throughout fucking life, man. Whether it's loss of a possession, loss of a loved one, loss of a freedom in a sense. You know, when you're a kid, you lose your fucking freedom. I mean, you really don't have any fucking freedoms when you're a kid, but whenever you get grounded to your fucking room, I mean, now you're fucking confined, right? The problem is with a lot of that shit is because of the fact that when we place these punishments on the kids and we tell them what they did wrong we tell them through anger and fucking you know scolding voices and you know deep growls or what the fuck ever right I mean, do the kids actually understand that there are consequences to their actions or do they understand don't do this because I fucking said so I mean, in a sense, I see the liberal side of things to whenever you have to talk to children and explain things to them from time to time or whatever, because they don't understand why, right? And why is the big word for a lot of kids? Why is the never ending fucking question? Because they always want to know why of everything and you don't have the answers to everything and you don't want to make anything up. But at the same time, you don't want to look like you don't fucking know. Well, what's wrong with not knowing something? It's not necessarily a bad thing. Too many times we try to act like we have everything together and we know what we're doing. When really we don't. And that fake it till you make it shit doesn't really work for the fucking kids, man. Because the kids can see right fucking through it. But we can still continue to do it on a regular fucking basis. Why, I don't know. But we do. Because we don't want to stress the child. That child's stressed because you're keeping fucking secrets, man. Uh, 
I mean, I get there's some secrets that you need to keep from your kids because the kids don't really need to know everything that's going on in the fucking world because they don't really need, you know, you don't have the answers and they don't really fucking understand the answers. But at the same time, shouldn't they understand somehow or another consequences to their actions? Look, this is wrong. We don't do this because this could cause this, right? We don't want this. So if you do this, then there are consequences to your actions. This will happen to you. And if they ask why, then you say, because those are the rules in this house. That whole I said so shit, that shit can go out the fucking window. Now, if you're giving a fucking demand or whatever and telling them to clean up your fucking room, that's a great I said so situation. Because the I said so actually does come into play from time to time because they should understand that there are rules and boundaries in this fucking house and there is an escalation of command and they are on the fucking bottom. They need to learn to respect their elders and respect their adults, not just the fucking parents. But if the parents don't even have respect for themselves, man, then I highly doubt the kids will ever even respect much of anything. But you got some shining fucking butterflies that come out of fucking shitholes, man. I've seen them from time to time. I've seen good kids. And the thing is, it's not always the people's fault for being the way that they are because sometimes they were just raised that way and they don't know any better. They're part of the fucking problem with all of the circus elephants. They bought into everything that they've been fed and they believe that these are the way the things have to be. And therefore, they just go through life with that fucking chip on their fucking shoulder waiting for something to set them off. <clears throat> There's all kinds of people like that out there just waiting for shit to fucking happen. Y'all ever seen that movie Falling in Reverse, man? I think that's the name of that movie. Michael Douglas just goes fucking ape shit with a fucking machine gun. And yeah. It's what happens when you don't fucking pay attention to people around you, man. When everybody's caught up in their own little fucking world of the mainstream media that they feed on on a nightly fucking basis. As they're sucking the teeth of the stream, man. And they're feeding in everything and it just... Yeah. You get those around you that get caught up in that shit and they have independent thought and they can only take so much and then all of a sudden they fucking break, man, because nothing is properly explained to them. We don't care for those that are around us unless it affects us most of the time, man, and it's really sad. You look at most of your homeless, man. A lot of your homeless are vets or fucking mentally ill and everything. And I get it. There's only so much housing you can do for them. And there's only so much help you can do. But honestly, well, how much help do we honestly fucking give them? I mean, shit, man. We just spent 
how much fucking money on Ukraine, but we can't help our fucking homeless vets and our mentally ill here. And they're finally cleaning up the fucking streets with all the homeless and everything because, you know, midterms are coming. It's got to look pretty for fucking photo ops, right? Let's sweep up the shit off of the streets of San Francisco real quick before Nancy starts walking. Heaven forbid the fucking princess step in poo. Things are getting ugly in this world, folks, and now is a good time as any to start reflecting upon yourself. Look at the life that you've previously lived and look at the one you would like to. And I'm not talking about the money or the wow or the fame or anything of that matter as far as the life you want to live. What kind of fucking person do you want to be? Do you want to be a good person? Do you want to be an honest person? Do you want to do the best that you can? And do you want to leave a mark behind whenever you leave this fucking world? Because what was it? It was a fucking uh, Maynard from Tool basically put it in reality, man. He's like, look, Chris Cornell was a dear friend of mine, you know? But honestly... How often do you think of Chris Cornell or Chester Bennington or anybody else of that nature, right? Even the ones that you love a lot of times, after they're gone, how often do you really think about them? Now, you'll have your really close ones, like my mother, for instance, that from time to time she'll just come across my mind, you know, or some things will move me and it'll bring me to tears for her or something along those lines. And I believe in a sense that she's always with me, you know. I, I don't think about her all the time, but, you know, I think about her more often than not. But then I've got loved ones that I've lost that I've never really even gave it a second thought, man. You know, I, I remember them fondly in my memories when I talk to others about them or I tell stories on the show here and there. But at the same time, on a regular day-to-day -day basis, they don't really cross my mind. So what kind of an impact are you going to leave? What kind of memories are you going to leave? What kind of memories do you want to leave? See, it's not about the life that you plan to have. It's about the life that you currently live and what you leave with others. Your life is truly never really in your control about whenever you leave it. So the only thing that's in your control is how you live it. Don't just live it for others, man. You got to live it for you, too. I mean, you're the one living the motherfucker, right? I mean, how far are you willing to travel for others before you start to drive for yourself? It's all a matter of perspective, man. It's all a matter of perspective. Like I said, sometimes you just got to stop and look back. Stop carrying that fucking waste with you. Don't forget about the shit because you're the one who fucking left it there.
Just don't fucking carry it with you. Maybe one day we'll all realize what we actually have in our hands before it fucking leaves us completely. Maybe one day we'll all be able to speak up with one voice again. One can only hope and dream, right? And on that note, till next time, kiddies. (laughs) 